In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I imagine most of us, if not all, wonder what sort of legacy we'll leave behind when our time on the earth is over. Will our name be immortalized forever above a grand museum or an art gallery? Or will it simply pass the ages on a plaque in the McKimmon Garden? Will we be remembered as an ever-present and vocal supporter of human rights who showed up at every city council meeting demanding justice for the oppressed? Or will we be simply remembered as the kind person in the grocery store who always smiled and asked the cashier how their day was going. Granted, I would venture to say that most of us have not really thought this far in advance. We live in the here and now and focus on ourselves and our family and our day-to-day -day living. And our society really hasn't done us any favors when it comes to planning for the future and looking to help others. Everywhere we turn, we're faced with another billboard or TV commercial trying to convince us that we need to buy the next bigger and better thing. We really don't see many advertisements telling us to save our money for a rainy day or to give what we have to others. I wonder what kind of legacy we will leave behind. Today, we celebrate All Saints Sunday. The church has always venerated those who have gone before us, and since the very beginning, special commemorations have taken place for those who we believe to have lived particularly holy or devout lives. In fact, it is not uncommon for early Christians to celebrate the Eucharist at the graves of these holy people on the anniversaries of their birth or their death. As the church grew and expanded throughout the Western world, the list of the saints grew as well, until there were far too many saints and far too few days in the year in which to celebrate all these holy people individually. A catch-all feast was established in the 8th century to consolidate the numerous celebrations on November 1st, and we have continued that tradition to this day, celebrating the feast as most churches do on the Sunday immediately following the 1st of November. And as our understanding of the church has matured and developed, especially since the Middle Ages, the Feast of All Saints has also matured to include not only people in history that tradition has canonized as saints, but also now recognizes and includes each and every member of the body of Christ. Today, we pray to the saints not because we believe they hold any special powers or can work miracles on their own, after all, they're just human, like you and me. We pray to the saints like we pray for any of our dearly departed. Every Sunday, we say that we believe in life everlasting, and that when our human bodies are dead and gone from this world, we will continue living forever in the full communion of God Almighty, forever being one with God, face to face, bathed in God's glory. What better position is there to offer praise to God and to offer intercessions to those we love? We believe all the saints who have gone before us continue to pray for us as we continue to do God's work here on earth. 
It is through this mystical body of Christ that transcends time and death that we are bound together, the living and the dead, each praying for the other until all things are made whole at the end. And it is this legacy that we are called to be a part of through our baptism. But if we're simply going through the motions of our earthly life and waiting until we're in heaven to enter in the glory of God's presence, we're cheating ourselves and our communities out of living into God's kingdom here and now. Ours is not a passive faith. We are told over and over again in Scripture how to pattern our lives and live according to God's plan. We already find ourselves in the presence of God Almighty through prayer and in a special way through the sacraments. In baptism, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit, and in the Eucharist, we receive the body and blood of Christ into our own. Like us, the legacy of the saints began with their own baptisms, not with their deaths. It was the way they lived their lives on earth that made them immortalized in the church, not the fact that they one day stopped breathing. Like them, we can do so much good where we are with what we have now, and it's not really difficult to see where our efforts are needed. Most apparent, perhaps, is the fact that we're all sitting in this building, and you are all listening, or politely staring blankly, while I convey the things that I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to hear this morning. This church, meaning all of us, not the building, is at the forefront of bringing God's kingdom into this world, beginning here in Decatur. We are all charged with these holy tasks, and like anything else worth doing, many of the ministries we are involved in take both time and money to survive much less to thrive. We're told over and over again that following Jesus and living our lives according to his teachings will bring God's love and grace to us and to those who we encounter. But at the same time, the things that we are instructed to do, love our enemies, do good to those who hate us, bless those who curse us, Pray for those who abuse us. These are difficult things to do, but they are so important. Just imagine for a second what our world would be like if everyone followed these basic ideals. Just imagine what our political atmosphere and our entire election cycle would look like if everyone publicly lived their lives according to Christ's teachings. Do to others as you would have them do to you. But as is often the case, our fears take precedence over our heart's desires. We fear the unknown. We fear stepping outside of our comfort zones and addressing tough and important issues in our society head-on through the lens of our baptism. Blessed are you when people hate you, Jesus says, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on the account of the Son of Man. That is also the legacy we are called to enter through our baptism. On this All Saints Sunday, we remember and celebrate those who have entered into God's glory. 
We give thanks for the examples they gave us and for the never-ceasing prayers and encouragement they continue to provide from their seats at the heavenly banquet. May we be guided by their good works and live into the legacy started by Jesus Christ in which they and we continue to live throughout all the ages.